Welcome to your Everyday Rich Podcast. Yeah, we're your hosts, Jason and Jennifer. And your Everyday Rich Podcast is a podcast where we have, where we highlight living room conversations with you, uh, uh, revolving things that are important to uh, everyday millennials that grew up in uh, particular Asian immigrant households and navigating these wacky cultural norms uh, that we call life. So a lot of things that are really important to us millennials. And uh, trying to develop an everyday rich life around that. So a lot of things around money, mindset, finances, your parenting, if you are in that stage. Just stuff. Lots of stuff. So Whatever is on our mind. Pretty much. Stuff that you have conversations with and you're like, oh, you know, I wonder if you have that one. But Well, on my mind today is back to school. Yeah. It is the first week of September, and uh, I think everybody's kids are, well, probably have headed back to school today. Well, yeah, not necessarily. Everyone is ramping up to back to school, so uh, I know a lot of parents are both excited and uh, sometimes sad, depending on if you're if it's like your kid's first day, very, very first day of school. You have a mix of emotions. I remember we did. It's like tears for the child and tears for the parents. <laughs> Seriously. But, you know, like, um, it just kind of remember, it just brings back memories of like, obviously, our kids starting school a few years ago, and then ourselves starting school, you know, like, can you even remember when you first started school? I no. I don't even remember that. No, but my, my mom told me the story, like, I started kindergarten here, I think it was S S K when I started kindergarten here. So I immigrated to Canada. And then I started, yeah, in SK. And my mom was like, I was so scared, like that you weren't going to like it or you're going to cry, you're like new country, new people, new language. And she dropped me off at, I guess, daycare, kindergarten or whatever. And I just walked right in. No tears, no nothing. Yeah, you were like, yeah, fuck that. Don't worry about it. I got it, mom. I got my it. mom's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. See you later. <laughs> Total opposite to uh, Jeremy's first day. Oh, man. <laughs> Crying his eyes out. Yep. And it's funny. We always see like every every year we see that and we, we empathize with a lot of parents because we've gone through it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it's funny as you kind of become a parent, you you empathize a lot more and you understand what people are going through and you, you're not quick to judge and criticize as much as I think we would have been. Before kids, I know. Because you've been through it now. Yeah. And that just goes to say, like, you know, um, how your perspectives change as you kind of go through these different phases in your life, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, like this whole thing when we were thinking about back to school, we started doing obviously back to school shopping. It's like, do you remember that commercial where it's like, was it Staples or something? It was like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Isn't that Christmas? No man, it was back to school. Oh, I don't. It was a it was a commercial with this like white lady Mm -hmm. and her two kids. Mm -hmm. They were like skipping, skipping through like uh, uh, staples, looking for back to school supplies. Okay. And the parents are so happy because it's like they're going back to school. The kids are going back to school. Oh wow, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Okay. 
but anyways, I don't know. I'm sure if you watch TV back, I don't know, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't, but I remember that. Um, and it just kind of brought back memories when we were like last week, we went shopping, right? Went to Walmart, hit up all the stores, winners to go buy some bags. And then we saw other parents doing the exact same thing. So mm-hmm. it's like this year we went a bit early because we were obviously, we knew we were going to be busy, but you know, usually it's a friggin' madhouse and a frenzy near the last two weeks of summer. Yeah. It's just good to get it over with. But well, yeah, that too. But I mean, the whole point is we were thinking talking about this. It's like, yo, every year you're obviously looking to to buy new things because things break like backpacks, water bottles, lunch bag, clothes, mm-hmm. whether they're uniforms or non-uniform. Yeah. Shoes, running shoes. Anything. Back to school stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Back to school crap. But then it just got me thinking it was like, yo, it what's the cost of actually raising a kid? A lot. <laughs> yeah, That's all I can say, a lot. Duh. Like, I know that. Like, I mean, there's always these running uh, prices. I think when we were growing up, it was like, oh, the average cost of raising a kid was like, I think someone threw out like half a million dollars when you included like tuition, university, post-secondary and all this stuff. And I never researched it, obviously, because like, what the hell would I have ever care about that? But obviously, as we kind of go through this and we're like, we've never, I don't think we've consciously ever thought of oh how much does it actually cost to raise a child in today's environment no i'm pretty sure when we were deciding to have a child we never really thought about okay how much is it going to cost us to raise this child all the way till they're like 18 or 20 like when they're somewhat out of the house yeah i don't think we did the math the only math we did actually was if i were to go on mat leave you know, single income based on what we think the expenses are, what, what our current expenses and what we think an expenses are, are going to be, like, could we survive mm-hmm. off one income? That's the only math we did, but that's only for one year. It's a math for one year yeah. versus a math for like 18 or 20 years. Yeah, it was really simplistic. So Seriously, I mean, that's the little math we did. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah. And, and basically we looked at, okay, well... We need to live off this much. We assume that you'll bring in that much income or I'll bring in that much income or whatever. Right. And all the things that we have to pay for, we actually never really crunched it. Like, okay, well it's going to cost X dollars for, um, baby equipment, right? Strollers, car seats, and then Mm -hmm. diapers and then wipes. And just think of everything. I mean, if you don't have kids, then I get it. But what we're trying to do is paint you a picture, right? So for anyone that has kids, you kind of gone through this, but maybe you're in that phase where you're thinking about having kids or, you know, it might, maybe it, it, it's coming up sometime in your, mm-hmm. in your future. And if you are blessed to be able to, um, Ray, uh, what is it called? Like, um, have children, bear, 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 bear children. Yeah. Is that the term bear, bear child? Have children. Okay. <laughs> okay have kids. Yeah. Yeah then like these costs are real. And I mean, if you're nerdy like us, then maybe you're, you want to actually see the numbers. Yeah. Right. I mean, cause numbers don't lie, but also we always joke like, yo, it's really expensive to raise kids. And I don't know if people understand that when they go through it, because having kids is not really a, it's not like no one thinks about it. Well, people don't think of it, don't think of it as a financial decision. Yeah. Right. You, the decision of having kids is 
more of an emotional um non-financial decision i don't know what word I'm, yeah i can't think of a word right now but it's a non-financial decision versus a financial decision i think right? it's, yeah it's it's deeply emotional so yeah. um and, but like when we kind of peel layers off this onion of obviously the finance pieces we recognize and realize that hey you know what like having one child is one thing but having like three four five i don't know whatever like having multiples of something that costs so much it 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 takes a big toll mm -hmm. and i don't know how to explain it it just it's really expensive yeah so like you know and I it mean, gets more expensive as you go i feel like just based on our current experience i feel like yeah the first year was obviously different because we only had one income mm -hmm. but yes we had like the ongoing cost of like diapers and like additional baby food things like that but i feel like that's so that value that number is so small compared to the costs we currently have with our kids that's yeah. just my personal experience well it's true i mean because activities get more expensive daycare is expensive they eat more yeah so anyways just just food for thought like i know no one's gonna go through this exercise but if you're ever curious then this is kind of the whole episode to have that discussion mm -hmm. and run you through those geeky numbers right yep um because maybe you hey i don't know maybe you will make a decision based on that like uh physically if you are able to then have as many kids as you can right but you know at some point you know i scratch my head i'm just like you know the prime example i always use is like if i have more than two kids that's minivan territory now minivan coolness aside okay well, like you're moving into like bigger vehicles right more gas all these things like it's yeah. just everything gets with scale increases so minivans are a cost-effective larger car anyways aren't they no they are aren't, so... they, aren't they cheaper than like a seven-seater suv anyways possibly yeah but some of these vans get decked out like that's if you choose to deck it out you don't have to deck them out driving a minivan already so it's like just saying know, is some part of your manhood still needs to exist but if here. you're trying to save a penny here you don't need to deck out your your minivan yeah i'd rather not have a kid <laughs> well that's the decision you have to make yeah so i mean anyways like all jokes aside right like we're just we're just joking around here but you know having children is wonderful um but let's look at numbers here so Part of it is actually convenient because we had a, we looked at a, there was a money sense uh, article that came to us in 2021. Um, they were talking about how the average age for uh, women giving children is increased to 31 years. Mm -hmm. So the, the average age that women are having children now is 31 years old. It's getting mm -hmm. older. They're Much getting older, older and older. And I, I, I think personally, anecdotally, women are having a they're having um careers like women are more are, are are going into the workforce versus if i compare my childhood and my our parents raising us like it wasn't the same like there were a lot of stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. like for millennials if mm -hmm. i guarantee you know a, a few stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. right my mom was personally was a stay-at-home mom after mm -hmm. working like a few years in corporate but you could survive off of one income like that mm -hmm. right sixty thousand dollar income could could you could raise kids off of sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Yep. So, you know, the av the average women are having one point four children, one point four three children. What was the stat here? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess between between one and two children. Yeah. I, I don't know the point four, but obviously it's a, it's an average. Yeah. So 
I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, most people I see are having the most common. I think is like four, right? I've seen four kids is the most. No, no, no. Common? I mean, like four is a family. Sorry, I mean, oh. when four is a family. Well, everything's a family of four. Tickets, family of four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like just if at me it's an just observation, do, me doing all. observations. Like, I don't see a lot of large families. Yeah, as much as back in the day where you had like four, five kids. Yeah. Like obviously, when our parents were growing up, yo, there was like eight, six, eight to nine. Yeah, kids. but it's a baby boomer era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a different. It's a different phenomena. Yeah. I don't know. How, like, just do your own observations, right? You might only have, you might only be the only child, or you might only have one kid right now, mm-hmm. or you might be thinking, oh, I only want to have one kid. It's yep. a lot of work. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, that's just those are just stats. But you know, now into the kind of the interesting part where it was like, okay, how much does it actually cost to raise a kid? Dig some digging. Well, per the article yeah. from Money Sense, it was sixteen thousand nine hundred dollars per year. That's twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um, to raise a child, and so if you add that all up for eighteen years, that adds up to three hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so it was, it was it's around the well, it's not near five hundred k, but back then, I mean, yeah, I guess it's around that ballpark, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's like mid six figures. So. Yo, that's a lot of money, that's man. Big money. That's big money. Mind you, I don't know why people do it till eighteen because most of the days, like, you're probably still supporting your child after eighteen nowadays. Just saying. So add a couple more years onto that. Being in North America is probably written by non-immigrants, non-Asians, non-Europeans, non. It's like you're out of the house. Eighteen, you're done. Yeah, like. Just a bunch of old white guys that were writing this article. I'm pretty. I was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was supported by my parents till I graduated university, which was twenty two, twenty three. Well, it's so common. I mean, right? like, I, I mean, mean, for ourselves, we would never kick our kids out. We never got kicked out. It's just, yeah. It seems so weird to like. Oh, once you're eighteen, you get kicked out. Like, yeah, like you're on your own. Like, what are they like birds? I don't know. You Anyways, yes, yeah, so three hundred twenty thousand dollars, and then some. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we kind of just talked about those stages earlier on when you're like a baby into a toddler and then to a teenager and then all the way to 18. It's like, what are all those costs? Like, there's a lot of costs. So, I mean, think well, of- as, a, as a baby, like you have, you mentioned earlier, like buying all these things up front, right? Like the crib and setting up their room. Like those are kind of the big upfront costs. But I think the worst when it comes with kids, I think it's also the ongoing cost that actually adds up. So the ongoing cost as an infant, like I said, is I feel like it's very small compared to the ongoing costs when kids are older. Yeah, I think the, the one That's, that obviously is stands out in my head is childcare. Yeah. Right. Especially now that, you know, obviously it's it's more common for both parents to be working. So after your mat leaves over, like you're back at work. So, you know, unless you have help, mm-hmm. someone watching your child for you, mm-hmm. you know, your kid is going to daycare. Your, your kid is going to after school programs. Like, yeah, um, like there's what else are they going to do? Right. Unless you have a nanny. So, I mean, it just depends, I guess, on your financial situation. But, you know, I remember this, Jen. Remember, we were talking about child care. And at what point did it makes sense financially to uh, stop working, like one parent to stop working. How many kids was that? 
Mm, it depends on the parent's salary. Right. So I think on average, it, when we were just looking at it, it was like three. Once you had three or more, it made sense for either to have a nanny mm -hmm. or for you to stop working. Yeah, I think that was a more of a nanny question versus oh, a yeah? working question. But yeah, I think it was a nanny. Like when, if you're paying for childcare, like is it worth it to just, yeah, hire a nanny rather than pay for three yeah. childcare fees? Yeah. And, well, there's another topic, subtopic that I, I, I'll go down. We'll go down another episode about like why I don't think that makes sense for women to stop working mm -hmm. because just to raise children, mm -hmm. just it's a personal thing. But let's uh, let's share it for another. Let's save it sure. for another one. You know, I know you know what I'm talking about, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, OK, just give you examples like childcare. What? And, and it, it's it's more expensive upfront as an infant as they're smaller and it gets cheaper um as they get older right because yeah. they require less attention less care there's yep. uh less government regulation requirements mm -hmm. for how many um uh, child care providers per child right did i say that right yep. yeah so um so like what we pay after school is like 600 to 800 dollars for two kids so call it like that's not that when they're in school oh yeah daycare daycare was like so when we when Josh and Jeremy were infants, we started out paying eighteen hundred dollars a month, and this is in Milton. So oh Toronto, like oh Toronto, I think it's upwards of two thousand dollars plus, up, right? But anyways, so it's around that for an infant, and as as uh, both Josh and Jeremy got to about three years old, which is her their last year of daycare, I think it dropped to about. $1,200 a month. Mm -hmm. um, and then when they're in school, then obviously that really helps because now you're in kindergarten and obviously in, in Canada, kindergarten's free. However, schools end, start at nine and end at three. That depends on what school you go to. Yeah. Okay. In general, yeah. like it's not a full day. Yeah. It's not a full work day. So a lot of parents will pay for either before and after or you know before or after yep. daycare right and for that we pay six to eight hundred dollars a month for yeah the two so, so think about it kids. like just on average it's like it's almost five it's almost like 400 bucks per kid right a month so then you know that's just for the school year and then there's days where obviously sometimes um uh you know you have pa days and holidays and all that stuff and then but like pa days you're still working so as a parent, you're like, well, I'm not taking the day off unless you can. But in generally, I mean, like mm -hmm. these kids still got, still got someone has to watch them. Yeah. So those all add up. Those are extra days on top where yep. there's not included in the monthly fee with childcare. Yeah. So those are kind of like these little surprises you get that you're not expecting. Mm -hmm. And you're like, whoa, okay. Where'd this come from? That's an extra 45 bucks. Yep. Um, and then school ends then you're like, yes, I don't have to pay. Oh, no, wait, I have to pay more. You know why? Summer camp. Summer camps. Because <laughs> not like I can take two months off. Although, yeah. you know what? Maybe that's the way to work, to plan hey, for it. if you can do it that way, why not? Yeah, an ultimate dream. Why not, right? So anyways, for the whole discussion, sake of discussion, it's like you got another, what, $350 to $600 a week per kid. Mm -hmm. So, you know add that up it's like another twelve hundred dollars minimum 
for a month a month per kid i know because it's full day child care yep so um and you know we were talking about how obviously like as they're smaller they don't eat a lot right Mm -hmm. they eat breast milk or they eat uh oh god like geez um formula which is expensive yeah formula is very expensive but think about it as in your in when you were growing up so I don't know about you, but as I got older, I, I ate a shit ton of food. Yeah. My brother and I, like, we were monsters. You guys had two freezers, didn't you? Two chest <laughs> we freezers? We had one chest freezer. Yeah, like, so that whole chest, that whole story, I don't know. I know a lot of kids our age and friends, they all had chest freezers. Mm-hmm. Because it was, the same, it was the same thing. It was like, well, you try to buy in bulk, right? And that whole thing, buying in bulk, Costco, that idea just all started back then. And was like, well, I can save money. And then you have whatever, like more food because you come home and from school, what are you doing? You're eating you're hungry and then you're eating again, two hours and another two hours. So like, I remember like we used to go out to a pho and then at some point, like my brother and I were eating so much. We'd both order like pork chop on rice dinners. Right. So you get like those, those huge pl- platters of pork chop and rice. And then we're like, yo, we're still hungry. Uh, oh, let's split Let's split a large bowl, bowl of pho. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So in today's dollars, what would that be? So be $15, $15 for the um, pork chop on rice. And say another... 10 to $12 for a large. 10 each. That's like $25 each for pho. Anyways, just... Those are just kind of stories, right? So I'm just relating them back to kind of real life in 2023. But yeah, food definitely is a big thing. And then activities. Like we've gone through it lately, right? Like Mm -hmm. signing up the kids now. Now the school's done. It's like all the summer activities over, but it doesn't mean they stop doing stuff. Yeah, you want to get them into extracurriculars, right? And and that's if if you have the opportunity, right? Like we recognize that not everyone has the opportunity or because of income situations or work situations and things Mm -hmm. like that, that you might not have it. But I'm sure every parent, everyone listening to this is striving to put their kids in as many activities as they, they can. Right. Because it's like, ultimately it's our kids that we want them to be curious about the world and how Mm -hmm. else to just give them opportunities. Right. Yep. But yo, those are expensive. Like, okay, let's use the example of like just baseball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, house leagues. Yep. Generally, like, and it's only from May to August baseball. It's yeah. Four months. Right. It's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. For the whole summer. Yep. And then when you start thinking about like rep teams, and if they want to go to rep teams, which is obviously competitive sports, competitive yeah. sports now, mm-hmm. right? And you're taking it more seriously, and then it's all year long, like. These registration the costs—they're like in thousands of dollars, and this is just baseball. All they need is a, a bat, glove, helmet, shoes, maybe the, the uniform. Yeah, it's I don't even, even know how much hockey, hockey hockey would cost in Canada. Oh God, it's but, in general the 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 point is like yeah. extracurriculars can get expensive, right? Mind yeah. you, it is optional. It's not. It's not like it's like food. Let's say it's not a. Uh, requirement but yeah i think most parents will strive to try to put their kids in some kind of extracurricular activities yeah so i mean it sounds like a lot of complaining (laughs) but it's just it's just us 
it's just an awareness i think yeah we're just showcasing that like these are actual costs that um are something that you're going to realize yeah if you're going to want to have kids and it's just to understand like okay you know what obviously you're going to try to make more income your situation will change depending on you know what you do and and how you plan but knowing that these costs are something you're going to have to anticipate yep and you know knowing that you know shit is expensive you know kind of helps you plan at least gives you some forethought you're like thinking okay well Mm -hmm. what do i need to do to put myself in a position that i'm able to give my kids these opportunities right and one thing we haven't even talked about yet is college or university this is up to 18 so oh we're stopping at 18 oh okay (laughs) they could figure college university themselves out (laughs) The only point I want to add was like, yeah, those are the ongoing costs as you're raising them. But at the back of every parent's mind is I'm also saving, trying to save some money or put aside some money for their post-secondary education. Oh, man. And I think that's the, a lot of, I would hope a lot of parents will try to actually spreadsheet it out and try Mm -hmm. to calculate, okay, I've got 18 years to you know, yep. reach a certain number. Yep. Right. So I can support my children as yeah. much as much as I can. Now some parents don't get that luxury. Right. You're thinking about you're trying your best and maybe you get to a certain point, like, hey, you know what? I've given you some, but you've got to figure out the rest. And that's okay too, right? Like, I mean, you can do the best you can at the end of the day. Yeah. No, it's true. Um I think when it comes to it is just figuring out like what what are you able to set aside? Yeah. Um you know, I given given the the current environment, obviously school and tuition is is becoming pricier um, with obviously inflation costs and the way these institutions like just jack up prices for education, yeah. which I think is just ridiculous. But I mean, the the whole point being is that there are there are tools, there are methods and and things that you can plan out to put your put your kids in a position, but also yourself, right? I mean, we won't go too much detail, but you know, there's always scholarships. There's o, uh, OSAP, if you're in Ontario, like government grants, mm-hmm. you know, God forsake. I mean, it's a loan, but I mean, these tools are available. So it's not like if you're not saving for your child's education right mm-hmm. now or haven't started, doesn't mean that you're behind or anything like that. So don't ever think like that because yeah. there's always something that can be planned out and you just need to kind of put pen to the paper sometimes so yeah uh, it may seem overwhelming and you know what i think it we should probably talk about what we're doing in another episode like mm-hmm. how we planned it out and obviously how other parents are planning it out because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to do it so i mean as we kind of wrap this whole like point this whole thing of bringing awareness of kids cost a whole damn money you know this one thing where we realized obviously after talking to our friends and having friends go through um, this whole journey of having kids mm-hmm. is like this whole thing of infertility right i know it's 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 a topic that's not really yeah. talked about because no one wants to talk about infertility because it's like, let's be real it's it's hard to talk about something like this when society basically paints this rosy picture like oh parents go do the icky icky and then pop out pops, uh, pops a baby yeah bro let me tell you it is not that simple mm-hmm. well 
Yes, it's the act is that simple. <laughs> <laughs> but as the result is isn't always yeah come out the way. Biologically, it's not yeah. that easy, and you know, statistically, it's actually really challenging to get pregnant. But anyways, we're mentioning like, oh, you know what? Like, because we know friends that have gone through infertility challenges, mm -hmm. right? And they've 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 been open to those stories with us, um, and. You know, we were looking it up. We were just kind of curious. Holy shit, how much does it cost to go through infertility treatments? And just my Googling, you know, just like IVF. So was that in the in vitro? In stuff? vitro, yeah. Right. Like it costs eight to eight to twelve k mm -hmm. for like, I, I guess uh, maybe a single to like two treatments, mm -hmm. maybe more. I don't know. And that like, doesn't even guarantee a child. Yeah, it, right. it's not guaranteed. So. I mean, and it doesn't even cover medications, right? Especially in OHIP. Like there's some medications that are covered. Yeah. So anyways, what I'm trying to paint is that like there's some of these things that we never, we we, we don't, we don't forecast. Like mm -hmm. no one forecasts infertility. Absolutely. Oh they yeah, you don't, don't budget, you don't budget for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things like obviously emotionally, we're all geared. A lot of us are geared to have children mm -hmm. or want to have, that's that natural human urge. Yeah. But you know, in a coin-operated society, hey, infertility is a real thing. There's treatments, but it costs money. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like, obviously, some people are lucky to go through infertility treatments because you know, they have drop, the means to do so. Yeah, to drop that kind of coin is some for some people it it's impossible. Yeah. So, but you know, like that's kind of our just overview of how much kids, kids cost. cost. And we wanted to just paint the picture, right? And have this uh, living room conversation with you. Because, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, we were chatting about. Um, and we've always asked ourselves, like, how much does it actually cost? And mind you, we don't add up all these costs. So don't think we're like some crazy robotic geeks that just no. spreadsheet our life. But, you know, we were just having fun with it to see, okay, how much does it actually cost? And that kind of gives you an idea. So, I mean... Um, I can definitely say our expenses are going up, not going down. Well, since like you know, in when they were infants. Should I eat less then? Yeah, that would help. That help compensate. Cut my waistline down. Yeah. <laughs> Start cutting. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like you know what? When it comes down to it, obviously, like this whole point of your everyday rich is. You know, what can you do to um, create the lifestyle you want? And that if that's with children, you know, that might involve, okay, how do I increase my income streams? Mm -hmm. And how do I develop ways to boost my income? Because, I mean, we've said it many, many times. You can cut out all the costs you want, like jokingly me cutting food out or whatever, or, you know, you know being thrifty and all that stuff. But at some point, you're like... You know, that summer camp ain't getting cheaper and you're no. not going to cut out like thrifty summer camps, you know, they still cost X dollars. So it's kind of like take it or leave it. There's only so much you can cut. Yeah. There's only right? so much you cut, but you know, you can obviously earn as, earn more as much as you can. So, mm -hmm. um, I hope that was insightful. Um, didn't want to keep it any more than that. It's just really some observations. Uh, we'll, um, link the article i think it makes yeah. sense to link the article so you guys want to take a look but um 
yeah, let us know. What do you think? Um, if you have kids, you know, you ever thought of it this way? Yeah. Is, is it something that, you know, you've obviously been um, mindful of? Or is this one of those, yeah, it is what it is kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And you're just rolling with the punches? Or if you don't have kids, yeah. have you actually looked at it from a financial point of view? Or will you? Or will you? Or does it matter? Yeah. For I don't you? know. I don't know. That's what makes up your everyday rich. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for this one. Wrap this one up nice and nice and tidy. Um, Already? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, um, hope you enjoyed that one. Share it. Like it. Uh, subscribe. Help us um, with all the you know, the algorithm stuff or whatever. But, you know, <laughs> obviously if this has been insightful, then, you know, um, help us pay the fee by uh, paying it forward, by liking it and doing what we need to do with uh, to get the these living room conversations out to more people. So, you know, we can be more informed of these kind of things to kind of create your, your everyday rich. So, all right, then. All righty. All right. Appreciate it, everyone. Signing off. All right. See ya. Okay. Later. Peace, peace. The Everyday Rich Podcast is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. Any such information or other material should not be construed as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a qualified professional.